0: Hey, uh, this podcast is recorded in front of all sorts of live studio animals, including the occasional coonhound, the occasional cat, and the occasional um, wombat test subject. I should also mention that um, this should be considered like PG-13. We're not going to be explicit, but we swear a lot. Uh, So that's your warning, Um, parental guidance is suggested.
1: Probably somebody out there can think of sexy time with planners, but... uh...
0: That's a special thing, and we're not going to go into that. <laughs> so, um,
1: it, it doesn't come
0: up. Like yeah, this is uh, Productivity Alchemist, Episode 2, a podcast about personal productivity and planning and goal setting and, and learning about it, and I'm your host, Kevin office Sunny. Office supplies. Office supplies. Oh, we're going to talk about office supplies. Um, I'm your host, Kevin Sonny. Uh, I have my wombat test subject, Ursula Vernon, with me. Mm-hmm. Um we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk to her in a minute and lead into our main topic i wanted to talk about first though how my week's been going so i had a couple of days off uh they were intended to be somewhere else but those plans fell through and we'll talk more about that during our wombat test subject why that happened um and so uh but for the um for the days I was working and the days I had like hard, I must do this kind of to-do list, I think I did okay. Um, there were some shuffles at work around priorities, go figure. Uh, but, you know, we spent, uh, some time addressing those. We spent some time getting, uh, everything back in order, um, or at least on its way to being in order. That's always fun. And, um, I think uh I think it went uh I think it went reasonably well. It's going to be uh, reasonably interesting to see how things are, are changing uh with projects being shuffled around in priorities and my focus less on product project management and, and product management and program management and much more back on the technical side of things. It means that instead of tracking everybody else's work, I'm tracking my own work. Um which leads us I think into the Wombat test subject. Oh,
1: because you have to track my work now. We have to
0: track your work, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so last week I challenged you to try using, you agreed, to try using simple... That
1: wasn't a challenge. That was, it's not a challenge when you have a medical test subject. You don't go into the lab and say, I challenge you all to be hooked to EKG machines while we feed you these pills.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, the experiment. The experiment. Yes, uh, last week, it was simple to-do lists in a in a paper journal. Yes. Uh, after much discussion of paper journals, I want to thank everybody out there who sent me uh, tweets and photos of their own um, problems with... I'm not going to say problems. Their own explorations, their own collections of pens and journals, and uh, all the positive feedback. And now that we're getting sent. back
1: into the office supply fetish issue. A
0: little bit, yeah. Um, all right, so last week, first day... Um, Tuesday, all right. Um, Wednesday. Uh, there you go. Uh, I, I see that. Uh, let's see.
1: Let me point out that I wrote I did good with email on Tuesday. You should probably describe the things yep. to people because they can't. So send them so what radio. we're looking
0: so what we're looking at basically is uh you know this is this is pretty good. There's a a day header like uh, Tuesday June sixth, and then um. A list of things to do Write words, do stupid edits uh, Arrange studio uh, Wednesday, do logo thing Write words um, Answer email Everybody thank Ursula for the beautiful logo and, um, and and cover image she did For this podcast I think it looks great um, And then And then there is the, the moment There's pack We were supposed to pack to go to the thing
1: On Wednesday On
0: Wednesday um, and I notice here you wrote "fuck up ankle like a boss," uh, which was not originally planned.
1: Uh, I fell off the bottom step, and we of the deck or missed the bottom step, yep. and we had to go to the ER. And it turned out I tore a bunch of ligaments like, in my foot, or um, ankle, and so I uh, did not actually get on a cross country flight to go to Oregon. Right. And instead, we stayed home and binge watched Jessica Jones, and I. Immobilized my ankle for about four days, and I'm going to tell you it was actually kind of awesome. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kevin notes, however, mm-hmm. that I wrote "fuck up my ankle like a boss." Yeah,
0: and I think after achieving it, that was not on my to-do list originally. No, and that's fine. That's actually good. If you do something, and it was it was either you know you. you do something, hey, there's a cat walking across the keyboard. Isn't that fun? Don't click anything, buddy, with your, your hand like there. Touchpads and cats are, are awful. I, just I say, pads. Yeah. Um. But, uh, uh, so, if you do something, if uh, something gets added to your plate, it's not part of your original to-do list. If you find yourself in that spot where circumstances have changed and you're doing something that isn't on your list and completely unexpected, but it's a big deal. And I think fucking up your ankle like a boss was a big deal. Oh,
1: we were at the ER for like three hours.
0: Right. Exactly. And so the, the. Also, this is one of the most
1: spectacular personal injuries I've had in a long time. A
0: long time. Um, and, uh, but it's, it's important to make a note of it and, uh, write it down. Now, usually we want to write down things a little more positive. (laughs) Um. What?
1: I uh, said like a boss. See, if I'd said fuck up ankle badly, then that would have been a negative thing, but I did it like a boss.
0: I've got no no, no counter to that.
1: I believe <laughs> in being positive.
0: But uh, uh, when you're doing... When you're, when you're keeping track of this sort of thing, when you want to be able to look back and see what you did, it's important to make a note of things like this. To say, oh, well, uh, here are four things I accomplished that weren't originally on my to-do list. Great. Put them on your list and check them off. That way not only... Can you say yes? I, I I did these things. You have a record of it, so that you can go back and say why why when did I do this thing? Or when your boss comes up to you and says, "Did you do the thing?" You can go, "Yes, I did it." Um, Tom Clancy said in I can't remember it was a which of the Jack Ryan books it was. It was the one where he ended up being president because Congress and the president were all killed in a fiery plane crash thing. Um,
1: Yes, Tom Clancy said, yes. she
0: said with air quotes
1: knowing about ghost writers who...
0: Don't we all um, Anyway, in one of the
1: Some poor bastard getting paid to buy the word on a four hire contract Yes, Yes. so I
0: said, uh, said in the book and it, it was a plot point if it's not written down, it didn't happen Now this doesn't mean you need to write down everything Your
1: bowel habits are really between you and your god.
0: I I try to keep it that way, yeah. Um, Unless... Okay. Point of order. Unless it's important for you to track it. Um, Unless, like me, you should be tracking your blood sugar and are actually kind of piss poor at that and need to get better at it. Um... If you are
1: female and need to track your period and all of the apps were basically designed by men and so did not include that function and then you go to the doctor and they're like when was your last period and you're like oh it it happened I remember vividly I got nothing.
0: Yeah. Um so I don't know if you're if you're female and you need to track that sort of thing maybe on the day that it happens if it's unexpected or even if it's expected, you write down started period and check that off. Do it, do it. I will right. be proud of
1: you. So you get a red star uh-huh. that day.
0: So yeah. So thinking of stars, I bought you. I bought stickers. I yes. bought star stickers for your days. Let's please, see.
1: please note that, that that I I did days.
0: You did Friday. Uh, fix the badge, and we'll talk about badges in a minute. Um, let's see. Go slowly. Mad. Uh, yeah, slowly mad. Well, from inactivity, yeah. Um, right words. Uh, you bought the graduation present for your brother since we couldn't go. Um, Saturday, do nothing, fail, did stuff. It's okay. You. Uh, it's okay to screw up and maybe not do something. Uh, you just come back and we'll try again. Especially with something like this where your body is going to tell you... Sorry, I'm opening up the plastic... Your body is going to tell you you have done something horribly, horribly wrong, and you're going to pay for it, and hopefully you'll remember next time. He says, knowing every time he gets a grievous injury or is recovering from something, he overdoes it, usually two days after. Like, the first day, you're like, yeah, you know, the day it happens, you're, oh, this is horrible. The second day, you're still in the, oh, this is horrible. The third day, you start to feel better, and so you're like, I can do normal things. And then you're, like, broken later in the day, or or the the previous day. Okay, Saturday, um... You did write a couple thousand words. Um... Let's see, uh... Sunday, we did prep for a house guest. We did groceries, and we're doing a podcast now. So I am going to take out, and I'm going to put down... Here's a red star for Saturday... A gold star for Sunday.
1: Saturday gets a red star.
0: Saturday gets a red star for reasons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to say for reasons. The whole internet knows those reasons now.
0: That's true. Red star.
1: Damn it... (sighs) I feel like it should count as an accomplishment.
0: Um.
1: Just because, you know, I'm I'm burning a lot of metabolites and crap on that.
0: Friday. Gold star for Wednesday. And then, uh, I'm going to put a blue star there. Because you were in the emergency room. We're going to put that right there next to Fuck Up Ankle Like a Boss.
1: I only deserve a silver star for Thursday. Um, I had stay off ankle, and I wrote mostly next week because so I kind of wandered around a bit.
0: Yeah, uh, we did, however, uh, I did get you watching Jessica Jones. Yes, that was awesome.
1: But and no. we
0: got through all of Jessica Jones, and we started on Luke Cage. Um, I don't send spoilers. Don't <laughs> send. You know, we, we, you can you can follow us on Twitter and and keep track of where that's going. I. I
1: Listen to me complaining about people being Beaten by the idiot stick and Yeah,
0: there's there's a, a Large portion of that And be grateful
1: that you're not watching it with me because I scream at the TV It
0: is a little distracting <laughs> Um, so Uh How do you feel you did this past week? I mean, other than the fact that you have all these stars
1: Okay, wait, wait, how are we going with Uh, there is how well I did at keeping To the system mm-hmm. and how useful I think it is Okay I obviously did reasonably okay at mm-hmm. keeping to the system, except that I will now admit I totally fudged and wrote uh, wrote uh, Fridays on Saturday. That's fine. And...
0: Uh, Believe me, by the time you woke up on Friday, it was almost Saturday.
1: That's true. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the... Okay, so, obviously... I was able to write down mm-hmm. things I did that day and then mark them off. Yes. Felt completely useless. It was busy work.
0: Felt completely useless and busy work.
1: Yeah, cuz like I I knew perfectly well that I had to go write words and do stupid edits, so me writing the things down just meant that I was writing down a thing I already knew. And okay. uh the uh, and then later on, I was just basically making up the to-do list based on what I had done that day anyway, because obviously, okay, my ankle was, was out. So, right, you know, so
0: that, that that does impact.
1: Uh, when, when your whole day is stay off ankle, then, you know, that's... It becomes that's...
0: much easier to, to, to do that, I, I, believe, I understand. Yeah, but um, it
1: just... Uh, there was, like, I mean, maybe on a week when half of it was not spent, you know, staring at my ankle turn colors. It might have been more meaningful, but it honestly didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was like I didn't need to remember any of this stuff. I I ro- I obviously I knew what it was cuz I wrote it down. Right. So right. it was just like
0: uh uh Now, well here's a question. Here's a question. The okay. difference the difference between before you fucked up your ankle. Yes. And which is which was Tuesday and Wednesday, right? Especially um and then so we know after you fucked up your ankle it became useless. Because basically anything you would have done the previous week, right, during that time period you would have gotten up in the morning and said, Okay, what do I need to do today? Write, right, 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 you know, write it down. Suddenly got completely by I have I am locked into a thing that I can't you know, there's there's no planning around I am going to sit on my ass all day and watch a lot of Netflix. Right. Right. Um, what about now on Tuesday and Wednesday when it was writing down the things that you were going to do that day versus the things that, you know, coming in after the fact and writing down what you did do? Nope. Nope.
1: Uh, every day I go write words. Uh-huh. I write a hidden almanac if it's Monday, Tuesday, or if it's Tuesday, Thursday, whatever the hidden almanac days are. Yeah. And I answer email. Like, okay. and if you call up and say, "I need you to go pick up some kitty litter and some milk," I pick that up. I don't. I didn't need to write down groceries in order to do it. Okay. Uh, it's it. The only things that uh, I would have that I needed this for were the things that were out of the ordinary, and I knew perfectly well I had to do the stupid edits that day because there was an email sitting there saying, "I need these by tomorrow, if that's okay." <laughs> so it 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 just. It didn't tell me, it it, it did not give me any new information. Okay. Nor did it organize the information in any way that I needed it.
0: So, based on that, and we already talked about this a little bit, so it's a leading question. What do you think would help with the, okay, here's the things I'm going to do every day, and we know I'm going to do them every day. Now, what about the things I have to do next week or the week after? What, What do you think would be... Where do you... What do you think you need to, to try next?
1: I... My problem is not ever remembering what I'm going to do today. Okay. I got today covered.
0: All right. Today and
1: I, we are like that. Okay. Uh, I have no freaking clue what I need to do next week.
0: Aha. Okay.
1: So... And... I am very bad at remembering when things are due. So what I require, I suppose, is something like a calendar, such as the one that sits on my wall where I have written down things like appointments. Like, this would be useless if I had an appointment today to go get my foot looked at. Unless I remembered it already, I wouldn't have written it down. Like, there was no way on Sunday for me to be late. Like, let's say I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. There is nowhere that this generates that information that I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow.
0: So we can can actually fix that, and that leads into the next part
1: of things,
0: which is actually starting to use, like, a calendar. Um, So you have a, a calendar on your wall that has just the days of the week and the numbers and all that, right?
1: And a pretty picture for each and day of
0: the yeah, month. I, and like I said last time, I have one right here uh, so that I can look at it and figure out what day it is, um, even though I usually have it written down in my journal and occasionally. But I, I want to look. There's that visual thing where you want to look, just really quickly look at it and say, okay, if today is Wednesday the 7th, Uh, which it's not, by the way, Um, then what is two weeks from today? Okay, it's, you know, the Thursday... See, I do
1: that when I have to figure out what, like, two weeks from today is. Mm -hmm. If I want to know what day it is, I just open my phone and the lock screen tells me.
0: Yeah, I generally know what day it is because I can just glance at my watch or or whatever. But yeah, I think a lot of us use the the calendar's reference because, honestly, the paper calendar is a lot easier than, okay, two weeks from today, what do I have going on? Let me bring up... Outlook or whatever your calendar program was required for Google Calendar. Let me find it on the interface and all that. The only way I ever know when
1: my hair appointment is is because I get an auto-generated email the Sunday before it that says you have an appointment at X time. If that email fails, which it has occasionally, I don't go to the appointment my stylist calls me is like, where are you at? And I'm like, there was no email. And she's like, damn it.
0: Okay, and I get emails now. I, I don't know if you've seen these yet, uh, but uh, our dentist has a system that Sends you an email in advance.
1: Yes, that is also the only way I have any idea that I
0: can. So, what you would need more is a calendar to take with you. That you could write down these things so that when you're at the coffee shop, you can flip it open and say, okay, what have I got going on? You know, oh crap, am I supposed to be at a hair appointment tomorrow?
1: Yes, but. Yes, but. A wall calendar is really useful because there's a month. Mm hmm. And I can look at a whole month and be like, okay, it, next month I got one. Okay. A wall calendar is not useful for my book is now due in three months. How much do I have to write a day? And if I just like flipped through and suddenly had a day open that was like, your book is due this day of the week, I would be like... I am so fucked, there are no words in English for how fucked I am, because I had to have been writing 3,000 words for three months before that, but the only note is on the due date.
0: All right. So, there are, uh, with the current, with a paper journal, right? Yes. Um, the thing to do would be to get one, and I've, I've got my Volt planner right here, but all of them have this. Uh, dog. Um that Has a calendar page like this. It's a two page, so I've got a calendar page with a two page spread, and it's got a, a spot you can write things down just like you do in your paper calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you it's got uh, a space for notes on the side. Okay, uh, we can
1: now now it just says month, and you have written April.
0: That's because this one's undated. You can buy them with the dates already in them, you
1: yeah, but um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is April. Do you have like months or is all the calendars stuck there? I've
0: got one April. I've got uh, here's May. Here's June. Here's July. I put little tabs on them so I could find it faster. Um, if you have just a calendar book that's nothing but these, it's a thin little book. You just go flip, flip, flip. I put the tabs on to make it easier to get to them. I've got one set yeah, up yeah. for August and September.
1: Okay. Okay. I see this. Um,
0: so what we could do is. And well, I have some planners coming in for review. Um, so we can, as we go through, we can, we can take a look at those planners, um, and see which one you kind of like the layout of. Um,
1: I, I don't know which one I like. Well, that's, I
0: mean, when they come in. No,
1: no, 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 that's the thing. I, I, uh, this is like having me walk into a kitchen in a house and you asking me, do you like the layout of this kitchen? And I'll be like, it's purple. Okay. Okay. I don't cook. This is what explains this for people who are wondering. Yeah, Uh,
0: yeah, no, that that makes perfect sense. So, let's start. You're an artist. I am. You draw things. Sometimes. Could you draw a calendar across two pages in this journal? Uh. You can say that's ridiculous and say no. That's.
1: (laughs) Uh, that's. You know how people are like, oh, ha ha! I can't even draw a straight line. Yeah, no one can draw a straight line. That's why rulers exist. <laughs> Not being able to draw a straight line is bullshit. Right. <laughs> I mean, it yes, yes, I could draw a calendar. It here. doesn't
0: have to be pretty, and it doesn't have to be perfect.
1: Uh, well, that's excellent because um, it won't be. Right, um,
0: but you could, you could, since this is a completely blank line journal, and there are uh, this. Is how all... many
1: days are in a month?
0: Um, this month is thirty. Okay, so. And it starts on Thursday.
1: So okay, I do this with like a five One, by two, seven. Three, this is four. so a month is a five by seven grid. Yes. Uh. Oh God, sevens suck. All right.
0: Well, usually, um, if you look at mine, um, it doubles up. No, well, it doesn't. It has. Uh, it has. It does a four and a four because it leaves room for the notes on the side. Do you want to? Uh, with a little more robustness to it.
1: No, I'm drawing extremely lightly because this is hard because no one can draw a straight line, as I may have just discussed at some it's length.
0: Fine if the lines aren't straight.
1: <laughs> well, good. Um,
0: this isn't about the straight line. Um, this is about. i
1: already angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this right, is now this is just. Lines. This is, this is just a temporary solution um, a lot of people do this with um, dotted calendars, or with dotted paper uh, paper that is made uh, with dots at regular intervals so there's a grid sort of lightly defined by dots where the lines would intersect and they use that as reference points um, this is a very crude thing And I'm going to replace this With an actual calendar calendar With an actual planner calendar planner For her to, to play with When they arrive tomorrow um,
1: Okay, I have drawn a, a What we will laughingly call A calendar page
0: That's fine that's and, great.
1: Uh, okay, it starts on. All right, so uh, is, That's a three. All right, no, that's an S. Shut up.
0: M- um, t-, t. I'm not gonna be the. I'm not gonna give you any, any, thing about handwriting. My handwriting's one, awful. Two, um. Three, four, mm-hmm. Seven. Eight, yep. Um. And this is why I. When the turn-of-the-year rolls around, I'm getting the dated version of the planner I'm using. I'm using undated right now because if you get a new planner in April, you either end up with a whole bunch of blank months at the beginning, and you're like, oh, look at all this waste. Um, or you end up in this weird situation where like there's four months left in the year and now you need to go buy another undated one. And I'd rather go buy another undated one or draw in the note pages in the back with what I need, or even print it out. Um... Since I have the digital copy, and then, uh, uh, you know, buy at uh, a pre-printed at the beginning of the year. Um, Okay, we have a calendar for June. Yes, yes, excellent. Um, The thing to do now is to take the things you know you're that are coming up. You may need to go upstairs to your other calendar. No, there's
1: nothing written for June. One's Anthrocon.
0: Uh, Anthrocon, uh, we leave Wednesday the 28th.
1: Oh, I'm so boned. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. You're, you're using that uh, that that standard. You're, you've got a line drawn across multiple days, and you're labeling it AC. Yes. I do the same thing. Here, let me show you my June. June. Hey, look at that. Um, well, there's where we were originally going to be in Oregon. Um, here's a couple other important things. Here's our friend Natalie's arriving on Tuesday. The 13th.
1: Oh, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Uh, no, it's not tomorrow.
0: It's Tuesday. Today's the 11th. Tuesday's the 13th.
1: Yes. Day after tomorrow. Mm
0: hmm. Right. Uh, our friend Liz is arriving on the 20th. Hold on. Did I screw this up? I don't know. Thursday, one, two, three. I thought three, she was arriving on like the 25th six, or the 23rd seven, eight, or something. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 16. Okay, there we go.
1: Wait, I have 216. You have 215. S- the whole system is broken.
0: That's fine. I've done that too. You want to see my September here. Look at look at uh no, not September. Was it July I screwed up? And I had to like cross Yeah, see I screwed up July because I was looking at the wrong calendar. And you can see where I had to X out the ones I screwed up and start on Saturday the 1st with um Yeah, and uh, and redo like a week of dates because I screwed it up. And that's when I found out that the Pilot free-jean pen doesn't erase quite as well as I say it is, but I can't heat up this journal because then I'll erase all of my, my, my notes in it. Okay. Um, so, there you go. So okay.
1: is Liz actually arriving on the 20th or 21st?
0: Uh, as I understood, the 20th.
1: Okay. All right. Like
0: the Tuesday after.
1: Oh, God. Antercon is in like two and uh, two and a half weeks. Yes. All right. After this, we have to go drill holes in jewelry.
0: Uh... Oh, we'll we'll talk. Um, you're we're not gonna be grumpy tomorrow. It'll be d d, and then Tuesday
1: someone's arriving, and then you know, and we'll be drunk. So basically, it has to be tonight. This is how I determine everything.
0: Yeah, are you gonna be able to stand up by the thing and work on pendants tonight?
1: No, I'll I'll sit. I have I have chairs. Chairs. They okay. were they they exist. We'll, we'll we'll I own many.
0: We'll, we'll discuss after this. All right. We'll discuss after this. Um. Okay, but see now now you're starting to see what's coming up, and okay. you can start to think about okay, um, you can start to think about things like oh God, I have to do pendants, so maybe we go to the next page. God, I have to run some prints, yes. That too, and we start to and now we write down the upcoming week with our, our what's coming up this week, and then you can write down what needs to be done on those days.
1: So Monday would be like pendant stuff yeah also
0: words also words okay mm-hmm. and then Tuesday and, and this is good you're leaving space to add things because you this is this is what you know in advance you have to do <coughs> right. Uh, Tuesday we also need a hidden almanac. There we go. Yep. And so now we're we're starting the basics of, all right, we know what we're doing, we know what we did, uh, uh, last week. We have an idea of the month and what's coming up, so we can start looking at the week ahead and saying, what do I need to do on each day of the week? Now
1: now I kind of want to hyperventilate a little because oh my god, there's so much work.
0: But you know it's coming. You're not going to have any any. it's Monday, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, panic. You know it's happening on Monday and so Monday it's like you can be chill and say I need to write words and I need to, to make pendants. It's not flailing around going I forgot to make pendants uh, now I have to make all the pendants during D&D. I mean, the system has worked in the past. I admit.
1: No, no, working during D and D is, a, is right. a long, glorious
0: tradition. But this starts to give sort of a hint of we're going to be doing. You know, uh, I have, I know that these things are coming up. So here's how I can start to prepare for it. And the first time you do this, yeah, it looks like a lot of work. It's annoying. You're like, oh god, I have to do all this stuff. Start thinking about it in chunks. You don't have to do it all in one day. You just just have to do these three on Monday. You only have to do these three on Tuesday. When you look at the giant list of all your to-dos, yeah, every one of us panics. I get a I, every time I look at, at work at our trouble ticket system. I see all the tickets assigned to me. My stomach curls up. I kind of want to puke in a in a in a garbage can because it just looks like an immense, horrible pile of work, and there's no way I'm ever gonna get through it. So I got to step back, step back, take a deep breath, and I got to say, okay, out of all of this, what can I get done today and what can I get done tomorrow? And I got to make sure when I'm doing that, and I think we all have to make sure when we're doing that, that uh, we also think about um, leaving space for a couple things. Like, the first thing I'm really bad about leaving space for is eating.
1: Yes, granted that your lunch consists of either I will drink a Soylent or Ursula will go out somewhere and be like, y'all want me to bring you a sandwich. Now,
0: occasionally it has been... I Please will, note,
1: I never make him a sandwich. That is not in my skill set. No, I will bring him no, a sandwich. No. Um, uh,
0: occasionally it will be I run to the kitchen, I throw two cans of mini raviolis into a, into a dish, shove it in the microwave, come back, work on things run back in there, stir it up, add cheese and hot sauce, bring it back to my desk, and that is my lunch. Um, If we've got leftovers, sometimes I'll just grab the leftovers and come back to my desk. I'm really bad about taking breaks. Um, Sometimes it's because Tuesdays, every other Tuesday I basically am in meetings from noon until like 2 p.m., and so that's the only way I'm going to get food Um, otherwise it's going to be like 2.30 before I can disengage and actually sit down and eat Um, mm. the other thing yeah Um, and then uh, uh, so you know Natalie's leaving I think on the 23rd yeah I've got it in in email and then Liz is leaving the same day we leave for Anthrocon because she's going to, we're going to caravan yes Mm Hmm. Okay. Okay. So hey, maybe we'll have Lizard Beth on in, in two weeks. Um, maybe we'll have ask Natalie. her
1: how she organizes things. That's so. part of the plan. Yeah.
0: Um, Historical
1: after right. and vomiting. Uh, I'm not saying that's Liz's method. I that, I, I that's, know that
0: that's your method. I think
1: that's most artists' yeah. method, honestly. Yeah.
0: Um, and so, all right. So we're 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 moving forward. You're going to try using a, a calendar ish thing for a week, and if you want to get a better actual paper calendar. I have a couple coming in that I wanted to review anyway, and so uh, maybe we can sit down and uh, poke at them this week and see which one you, you kind of like the look of. Um,
1: I think I need to not put right words down on my things, because that is... of course I'm going to write words. Writing words is my job. It's so... it's like... it's... Mm-hmm. It, it's like brushing my teeth. It It, it feels it's, like a stupid thing that I'm writing the same thing every single day. And... And if I don't do it, then I just feel bad about it anyway. So I don't need to feel extra bad by the fact that I and have if, not marked it off.
0: And if that is that is how you are going to do it, that's fine. That's great. Um, some people uh, I know are very into... Uh, I will maintain a chain of getting things done. And so every day they're marking down whether they did or they didn't. Right? Um there's a website specifically to it, and I can't remember what it is, but it's it's called Maintaining the Chain, where you basically have a, a grid, a calendar uh, grid, where you just you fill in or you X out a day when you did something, and you leave it blank when you didn't, and the idea is to get as many days in a row as you possibly can of this thing. For you...
1: For me, writing down right words is dumb, so get rid of right words. Right. That is dumb. What would actually be useful for mm-hmm. me, which I would pay attention to, is if I had, like, a box that was... Word count. There you go. And then it's like if because some days I don't get words done, and then at three in the morning I sit down and write two thousand words, and mm. some days I write none. So like if like and also because then if I write two hundred fifty words, I still get to write off crossed words, and if I did five thousand words, I don't get a better star. I just wrote my words, and fuck that noise. If I wrote five thousand words, I demand tribute. You
0: demand tribute. Okay fresh cider isn't enough.
1: No, oh. the fresh cider would be lovely.
0: Okay. Um, Alright, so we're going to try the calendar thing for a week, and we're going to look at the planners as they come in. Uh, I have some interesting ones, but I'm starting to get the feeling that I know what's going to be the right sort of thing for you. It's just I haven't got one on hand to look at yet. Okay. Um, plus...
1: Are you gonna start doing consulting gigs where you like talk to people and are like, "This is the, cl- these are the three planners that might work for you. Try one out."
0: That's actually an option. It really is. Um, that's hey, for the paid Kevin consultation. Someday, maybe. Um, no, dude, you do that shit as a Patreon too eventually
1: and then you check in on people you offer the like at the $20 level I will check in twice a month to see how you're doing and and, and, in fact no wait that's not even a check in that is planner confessional that (laughs) is people coming in and saying forgive me Kevin for I have sinned I stopped writing things down and now I feel horrible and you'll be like it is okay my child go forth start anew the planner God forgives and and because yes. honestly, I think that's what people want is forgiveness, not and not or or they,
0: yeah. they want to hear that yeah, you did awesome. Now let's talk about how you can make it better. There's a, uh, there's always room for improvement. Um, the Japanese term for that of continual improvement is um, is this a real Japanese term
1: or is this one of those fake Japanese terms that Western businesses make up out of words that aren't related? No, this
0: is a real Japanese term, as I understand, uh, kaizen.
1: Kaizen, okay.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, it kind of goes in hand-in-hand in hand with the concept of Kanban, which we will talk about. Um, Kanban is how Toyota was keeping track of parts orders and doing a lot of just-in-time, that is, as they need them, have them delivered, uh, parts stocking. So they never had too many or too few. Um, Kaizen is the concept of continually improving. Uh, okay, we've done something, and we're doing it well, what can we do to do it better? What can we add to make it better? Um, and it's it's sort of a, an ongoing continual improvement versus I'm going to change everything right now and and, and do the whole... And that's what I'm doing as part of the test, wombat, test subject wombat. You'll notice I didn't drop you straight into here is your planner with your calendar and here is how we're going to do all of this that's stuff. That's
1: a great way to just have the after crime scene photo where it's just... <laughs> First glued to every surface and me standing there with a binder hanging out of my mouth.
0: And I think And we're we're and gonna
1: frankly covey scrawled in blood across the wall.
0: Yeah. And this is actually sort I'm of not
1: saying we won't end up there.
0: Yeah, we're we are bleeding into interview time. Oh, okay, um,
1: yeah, we should we should interview... Should yeah, interview but I, I
0: do want to say um, that part of my personal philosophy is I think there's a right way for everybody, and there are a lot of wrong ways for everybody. Um, in your case, I looked at it, and I said... If I were to walk in and say, we are making you use David Allen's Getting Things Done, it's in an, in its entirety right now.
1: You just expected the Skeksis hiss and a retreat and to the corner.
0: Possibly bruising and a trip to the emergency room for me. Um, well, no, no. God only knows what would happen if I were to try that with Franklin Covey. And Franklin Covey takes, like, a, at minimum a day-long seminar to really grasp. Um, Here,
1: here's the, okay, let, let, let's, let's get to the interview portion because this is, this is... Right. But.
0: right. So, um... So we'll talk about this a little bit more after, um, and we'll also talk about the, after the interview, we'll talk about the uh, Productivity Alchemist, or Productivity Alchemy badges that we just implemented this week. Okay? Badges are exciting. Badges are awesome. All right. Um, You want to take a break and get drinks? Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, as mentioned before, uh, now that we've had a break to get some drinks, uh, this week's guest interview on Productivity Alchemist is my lovely wife, Ursula Vernon. Um, Ursula, for those who may not listen to our other things and may not know exactly who you are, can you introduce yourself?
1: Oh, Jesus. Uh, I am an author and illustrator. Uh, Professionally, I'm a children's book author. Um... Which yes, and I'm also going to say fuck a lot, so we're all just going to have to have to learn to cope. Um, and I also, uh, under a pen name, write book uh, T Kingfisher. Sure I write books for grown-ups. Um, I write stuff. Writing is mostly what I do, but I also illustrate the children's books I write, and I garden and I blog and I throw things. At, at, uh, at, that wasn't me throwing anything No, that I was I don't actually throw things. Yeah. Um, I I would like to throw things, but I've never been one of those people who, like, throw things when they're in a fight because it always seemed like a waste of a really good toaster.
0: Or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Okay. Uh, So the next question that that comes up is, how do you currently keep yourself organized?
1: Uh, Other
0: than the wombat test subject stuff.
1: In the life, in the before time. In
0: the before time. (laughs) Which
1: was, like, two weeks ago. um, I had a wall calendar, which... I would occasionally remember to write down appointments on. Mm -hmm. Frequently, I would forget them. And the only way that I knew when I was getting my IUD in, for example, was that uh, I had left the business card in the ashtray in my truck. And uh, then I found it like the week before and was like, Oh crap, I should tell Kevin that he needs to take that day off and then he'll remember it. Uh, my actually, you are my current organizational method.
0: I see. Yes. Yeah. Um, that, that, mm-hmm. If
1: I need to know if I'm free for travel, I'm like Kevin. Am I free for travel? Uh, you
0: do that. Yes. Yes. yes.
1: Um, I would like to say, by the way, I feel this is a, that outsourcing <laughs> is a perfectly valid way of dealing with it. Not everybody has that option. No, not everyone not does. And, does, and, and certainly yep. for many years I did not. Uh, yeah.
0: And there's there's also that you know if you're going to use an outsource or outsourcing service, there are on-demand Um, personal assistants like that online, uh, they cost money. Yes. They cost big money. A
1: friend of mine who was a... And most of us don't have that kind of money. Right. Uh, A friend of mine is a romance author, uh, much more successful than I will ever be. Her minimum print run is 300,000 copies of... You know, that's the first printing of any given book. Uh, She can afford to have a personal assistant and, in fact, requires one. But, uh, But, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have you and a wall calendar and business cards in my ashtray. Uh, lately, also Habitica, yeah. and I, oh, in my email inbox.
0: In your email inbox. Yes. And I always give you the hairy eyeball about that.
1: Uh, and yeah. So we, we um, had
0: we we discussed that last week about my feelings on using your email as your to do list.
1: Look, I've I'm forty and I have never been bankrupt.
0: That's so. yeah. No. No.
1: Uh, I. Yeah, I'm shit at to-do lists. Um, Habitica has actually been really handy because then I had a place to write down ultimate deadlines. There's a whole... Like, after I've gone back and checked my contract about three times and had to pull up all the emails from my editor... Uh, about when the next book is due so that I can keep checking that. Usually I just give up and put the date into Habitica so that then I can just look there instead when I'm panicking about when the book is due.
0: Right. And we're, as we go through the Wombat test subject on this podcast, uh, hopefully we will be able to ease some of that stress and, and that. But that's, you know, so Habitica is, has been a, a big win for you.
1: It's fun, and I don't mind it. I can't say it has... Um, big win is excessive. And I feel bad <laughs> because I know that the person who, who... One of the people who makes it, Vicky Sue, is is in fact a, a fan. And I think she made an amazing program. that has helped tons of people, and I enjoy doing it. But uh, And I enjoy collecting the little mounts. But uh, other than the fact that I actually have a place with a to-do list that I don't lose... Um, Which which honestly is huge in and of itself. The whole Mm. thing about have you done your various daily tasks, it mostly just comes up when I'm like, god damn it. And I wound up taking a bunch of them off the daily because I was like, if I haven't done it today, there's a damn good reason why I haven't. Right. And I don't feel the need to justify myself Mm. to you, program.
0: That's fair. That's fair. And you don't (laughs) feel the need to punish everybody else in your party because you didn't do something... Then we take damage if we're in the middle of a, of a challenge and or a quest that, or something. And that
1: happens when I have forgotten to even look at Habitica that day, right. not when I have failed to do a task. If I see the task is there and I haven't done it, I go, like, buy the indulgence so that I don't have to... Uh, uh, right.
0: Because yeah. there,
1: there is an object, which is not called an indulgence, although it should be. Uh, that <laughs> that's it, your inner
0: Catholic coming up. It,
1: it really is. It's like, pay 10 <laughs> gold, and you don't have to do your writing for the day. And I'm like, ha-ha! I broke my ankle, I don't have to write and direct shit for you. That's,
0: yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair.
1: It's not broken, it's mm-hmm. just a really bad sprain.
0: So, so, is this... Do you think checking Habitica itself is becoming a habit that's beneficial for you, or... Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, but it's partly guilt-motivated. And I get... uh, The thing is, I go through long stretches... It's more like playing an online game for me. Okay. Like, I was really into Marvel Puzzle Quest for a while. Yeah? Uh, I was really into Fallen London. And I would do it, like, yeah, I would check it daily for X... For eight months, six months, two years. And then one day, like, uh... I get distracted, and, uh, okay, maybe not one day, but, like, I'm off for a week doing something else with no internet, and the habit is gone, and I don't feel the need to go back. I have not touched Marvel Puzzle Quest in, like, two years, even though you still do. Oh, I do. And, which is fine. It's a fun game. I, I have yeah. no beef yeah, yeah, yeah. with it. Uh, but it's it feels much more like the, oh, have I looked at this today, than the, the it, it feels more like playing solitaire or a game than it does, like, an organizational thing. Okay. Which I think is part of the gamifying thing, which well, yeah, is yeah, That's, like, that's, that's what yeah. people
0: like about it. Um, and um, we will have Vicky on for an interview later. Uh, that one will be cool. Vicky is awesome. That, that one I can't wait for. Um, God, many of these I, I feel are... Uh, some of the sample questions I've come up with are just... Uh, you know, we cover them in the the Wombat test oh, subject. Asked, I uh, may have an um, Yeah, uh, what habits or systems are important to you? Uh, I mean, other than, like, brushing your teeth and showering and...
1: Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um. I, uh, well, the thing for me is that a lot of uh, what is important in my job, because of the nature of it is not actually... Uh, I, okay, I guess it's a habit, but mm-hmm. I have a deadline at point X. Right. I have to meet that ha- that deadline. So, for example, if I'm doing the illustration portion of a Hamster Princess book... Um, I have to do two a day or whatever, four days a week, or the whole system breaks down and I will not have enough art done.
0: Right. and uh,
1: to, Or two of the illustrations uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, three months. So I guess that is like a habit, but what usually winds up happening is that I do <laughs> like six of them during D&D on Monday night. Right. And then I'm like then I don't have to make it a habit because I've gotten half the week done already.
0: Right. So what you're what you what you're really doing is indirectly setting a goal of this week I have to get ten illustrations done or I have to get right. eight illustrations done and whether you do that as a two-to-day, 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 two, two per day, or if you do it like a whole bunch on one day and then you catch up the rest a couple days later.
1: Well, it, Actually then... what I do is I, I do a whole bunch if I can on uh, uh, during Dungeons and & Dragons and then I do two a day until I am done with ten for the week or okay. whatever. Or whatever. Um, yeah.
0: Um, how does how does that sort of regularity? Where where did you pick up breaking something down and doing it with that sort of regularity?
1: Doing web comics, uh, when I did uh, the web comic Digger, you do one page twice a week. It came out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and. Uh, Some of the highest praise ever uttered for (laughs) webcomics is usually clockwork regularity. I had people reviewing it saying, you know, for like the first five years that it was like you got the feeling if the zombie apocalypse hit, Digger would still update Tuesdays and Thursdays.
0: And you you maintained that through the end.
1: Uh, I maintained that right up until I got a divorce, had to take like a two-month hiatus, and then started doing it again, yeah. Occasionally, when I knew I would be out... Or if I got sick, I would post, like, a filler thing. But generally, you Tuesday or Thursday. And yeah. only once did I, <laughs> Monday night, at, like, 2 in the morning, be like, oh, crap, I didn't do a comic, and bolt into the uh, the studio. And I'm mm-hmm. really sorry we were having sex.
0: <laughs> or we're just about to have sex.
1: Priorities, man.
0: Either, no, no, no. no. I, I laugh about it now at the time. I was like, you're... Freaking kidding me! But I look back and I realize that that this was Im- not only important to you, but important to the fans, um, and you felt you had a responsibility to the fans.
1: Oh well, I didn't want them to eat me.
0: Yes, well, uh, <laughs> so fear motivated.
1: Oh, I forgot to. I'm Catholic.
0: Ah, no, I see. Ex- yeah.
1: yeah, No, no, it lapsed Catholic. Uh, it's mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, everything is guilt and fear.
0: Guilt, guilt, and fear. So, yes. so even even as we, we move through these different systems and try to work you towards an, uh, something that works for you, it's not about the peace of mind that comes from knowing what you have to do, what you've done. And no, no, you it is get... totally
1: about the peace of mind, because the thing is, if I feel like I'm on top of everything, mm-hmm. I am immediately like there is a major deadline I'm forgetting. And then I panic, right. because I have no place to look up the major deadline I'm forgetting. Okay. And then I wind up going through old emails trying to see if there's any from anyone, then I'm like... Okay, I have clearly forgotten it so thoroughly I will never find it again. And that actually is where Habitic has been useful, because if I write the really important one down there, mm-hmm. then, like, which are, like, you know, um, uh, the book is due mm-hmm. and the other book is due then, uh, somebody wants an art by X and, uh, pay my mom's bills on Y, then I, yeah, i uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got the, uh, um, you know, things like, oh crap was we discussed earlier in this episode, oh crap, we're that close to Anthrocon. Um have you put Anthrocon or any of the other upcoming conventions into Habitica yet, saying, Hey, here's the day we need to leave for Anthrocon?
1: No, that never occurred to me. Oh. Huh. Yeah, oh. that's a thing I could do. Yeah uh but but really a lot of it is fear you remember ages ago we went to new york to meet my publisher oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and there was a big like mixer thing where they were donuts and bagels and yeah. they had everybody come in to, it was meet, great the to meet everybody yeah yeah, it was, it was lovely i couldn't yeah. pick any of them out of a lineup now but that's the face blindness and um and someone cornered you and said she meets all of her deadlines all the time. Yes. Early. <laughs> yes. What's up with that? And you, you relaying the conversation said to me, I I explained that you were used to being a production artist and if you didn't meet the deadline you didn't eat. Yes. And yes, so in my head is all, if you do not meet the deadline you will die in a ditch next to Walmart.
0: Do you have an obsession with dying in ditches next to Walmart? It seems
1: like a really shitty place to die. It would be. I can, yeah. I can, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> All the RVs coming up and dumping there. So we, okay. we digress. We digress. Um, so this is funny. I'm looking at the next question. And I'm like, so do you think fear and guilt have been a big help?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've built a career on them. It's worked so far. So far. I'm um, forty. I've <clears throat> I've written like thirty books. So <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, here's the thing. I, More broad philosophy rather than organizational skills. This isn't even broad philosophy. There is a particular type, um, not necessarily always female, though most of the ones I know are, Mm -hmm. who are women, who are creative, who have a killer anxiety disorder, and who have put their anxiety disorder into harness. Okay. We know about eight of them.
0: Yes, I think. Oh, okay, hold on yeah no no uh, uh, yeah okay I can I can see yeah. I think I can probably name five, but I'm not going to I yes. think several of them have already agreed to be guests on the show yes, yes <laughs> oh yeah yeah. Oh,
1: yeah uh I'm pointing at art on the walls yeah so I,
0: I, I have I have original art by most of them now that I think about it <laughs> yes, um.
1: so, uh <laughs> yeah the uh and it is it is a there is a bad thing waiting to happen to me. The only way that I can prevent the bad thing is by mm-hmm. working. If I am not working, there is an opening where the bad thing can get me, so I should get back to work now. Ah. Uh it is very hard for us generally to take vacations. It is a it is a
0: I've noticed you're you're really rough <laughs> on vacations, yeah. Uh
1: I'm not saying that you know this is this is uh universal or that all artists have that or anything else, but there is a subset of incredibly productive women with anxiety disorders who this is exactly <laughs> this is how it works. How and they I've do it, yes. i had that conversation, this exact conversation mm-hmm. with about five of them. So, wow, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I actually have at least one friend who will not get medication for her anxiety disorder because she stopped me. she said, uh, I could not meet my deadlines the same way. Interesting. I... That kills me on a deep personal level, but I—it yep. it is not my place to make decisions for other people's that's mental fair. health. That's fair, that's uh, fair. I have to get medicated for mine, or else I uh, basically eat drywall.
0: Um, whereas I get medicated for mine, because otherwise I... Start to yell, scream, and burn a lot of bridges.
1: Yeah, I... Uh, no, I, I just burst into tears. But, oh, man, that's six months before I snap and burst into tears. I can write five books <laughs> and repaint the house. Uh, yeah, and that's, no. in fact, I think why a lot of anxiety disorders don't get treated. Because they look like productivity when they're ma- when they're just barely in, in check and managed. You are so fucking right. productive. It's amazing. This is terrible. Don't do this to so yourself.
0: No, don't. Don't really. Uh, because it, it will... It hurts you in the long run. Um, It really does. Oh, does it ever, yes. Yeah. Um, Says the, you know, I... I'll be honest, uh, uh, driving myself like that drove me right into a breakdown. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because I was was on top of it. I was being productive. I was in a high-pressure sales environment, and I knew there was something kind of wrong with my brain because I was in a constant manic phase, but I had to keep going because it was the only, you know, I didn't realize... How bad it was until I got fired, and then fell apart. Oh yeah, right? yeah. And that's, I mean, that's going to be the inevitables. You're going to fall apart, and you're going to realize this is a bad idea to, to oh, draw no, myself. Oh, you saw yeah. me
1: have the total meltdown like two years ago. There
0: uh, was that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and
1: uh, uh, they, which is not the most epic one I've, I've ever had, but, no, uh, but that that was that was a mm-hmm. okay. I have pushed myself too hard, and now it is time to go explore chemical options. Right. Um, because the fact is that if if my productivity unmedicated is at 100%, my productivity medicated is like 75%, but my productivity if I have burned out is 0%, right. and I can get a lot more done at 75 than I can bouncing between 100 and 0. Yeah,
0: and, and a lot of people uh, don't want to talk about that. The Burnout is not a, uh, is everybody. it's sort of like burnout is a not just an assumed risk in everything, but is an expectation. Uh, especially in my field. Especially in tech. There's a large, and there are several articles, and I want to do a whole episode just on burnout someday.
1: You can do a week on... Or, uh, uh, a month of, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. This is
1: burnout month! <laughs> yeah. That doesn't um, sound appealing. Don't use that. No,
0: it, it, it really doesn't. Um, but that, you know, it, that Pushing yourself and keeping yourself on that edge where you're not burning out, but you're at that that point of productivity is is like the badge of honor. And if you fall off and you burn off, burn out, and you have to you know leave or you quit in disgust or whatever, and then you go get another job after you've had some recovery time, that's fine, right? Yeah. That's, what What that's happened to you that job?
1: I burned out. Is you don't even have to say anymore after right. that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and um, the the thought isn't sometimes on the point of, of interviewers or, or whatever isn't okay great you burned out it isn't do we have to worry about him doing this again it's I can push him right up to the edge and get let's see he got three, three years out of that job I can get three years out of him before he falls over and we have to replace him
1: yeah, right? in a lot of
0: cases um, I don't that's not, that's not an explicit thought it's just something that kind of comes that's going that's going to come up in the in the back that he can be highly productive right up until he burns out so i can just drive him until he falls down
1: well it's like the difference between race horses and draft horses
0: right like or,
1: draft horses ultimately will walk a lot more miles and will do a lot more and will live infinitely longer but the race horse goes really fast for about 3 years and then you shoot them
0: yeah yeah or you know if they're successful you put them out to pasture to make more racehorses.
1: Did you know Secretariat was actually a really crappy stud? He oh, yeah. was like the greatest horse racehorse of all time, Yeah, but uh, he had this freakishly oversized heart and he could do a double suspension gallop because he had and this it, super, super I mean, it's, spine. there's
0: there's some amazing science around this. And, the stop
1: motion footage, but this is yeah. nothing to do with anything. I just well, find it, lots I, of things. I
0: right think on. it kind of is because um, another analogy that's often used is the difference between a, a sprint runner and a marathon runner. Um, and the sprint runner is you know they're doing short fast, powerful and by short we mean they're not they're not going very far and that a marathon runner needs to be consistent set a steady pace maybe there are bursts of speed at, at points but you can't put a hundred percent of the energy into the entirety of a you know, uh, of a marathon run.
1: The problem is that that modern companies have figured out if they can just make the sprint runner run till he falls down, they can hire another sprint runner, right? And they'll have gone yeah. real fast the whole way. And now, yeah, okay, he's gasping to ditch outside a Walmart, but they can find another one.
0: Yeah, and uh, and the industry, uh, I'm not going to say the industry finds this as acceptable practice. There are responsible companies out there, and they're just like you know any good coach at any university or college or, or Olympics or whatever is not just like, alright, turn and burn. We get one that high performs, he wins all the medals, and now he's done, so we toss him out we get the next one. Okay, maybe some places do that. I don't know.
1: And in absolute defense of, for example, my editor, yeah. uh, I have no idea what my own capacity is. There yeah. was a point where they wanted three children's books, where marketing was like, can she do three children's books a year? And they did, my editor would not even take the offer to me. Right. She was like, You will kill her. She will yeah. say yes and then she will die. I will let yeah. you ask for two, but we will not go past two. Yeah. And uh which I honestly to this day respect enormously. And my editor and my agent basically decided this without even consulting me, which is good because I'm a shitty person to consult about my mental health and work ethic. I would have been like, Yes, of course I can do it, there's money and they were like, No, we'll kill her. So okay, yeah. they Yeah,
0: they they the <laughs> and that's That's something that that I I think can't be stressed enough is a lot of times when you're a freelancer or when you're um, an independent artist, you don't have somebody there to act as that stopgap. If you're in a day job, um, your direct supervisor, your manager, your team lead, whatever you may have, should be acting in that capacity uh, to say, okay, this is what you can do. In your case, you have... You know, you have your agent and your editor who are both sitting there saying, no, if we push her too hard, we're going to lose, we're going to lose her. Uh,
1: Basically, marketing is always willing to cut open the goose with the golden eggs to get all the gold at once. Right. And, yeah, uh, and me being me, I'm like, look, if I clench really hard, I can crap some more eggs. Um. how many times have I come up to you and said, tell me it is okay to say no to this project?
0: Uh, you've said that a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, and I think that's admirable as well, saying there's a a lot of...
1: Being able to even get to the point where I could say no instead of yes, of course I will do this because there's money and I need money. Is Yeah.
0: But that's, uh, that's something I think a lot of people don't do in their work lives and their personal lives, is they're like, I don't want to hurt this person's feelings, I know it's going to be really hard and difficult for me, but... And say yes.
1: Oh, I still do that all the mm-hmm. time And taking... There are commissions that I take where I'm like, this will kill me, but they're so nice, let me do this for you. Right. And it's, it's you know, yeah.
0: But then again, you're not taking every commission to everyone who comes up and throws money in your face. No, it's,
1: it's it, yeah, yeah, only I mean, it
0: comes. <laughs> the, the power of... There's, there's a, a power in no, and there's been a lot of, well, yes, no is a very powerful world, but remember to say yes to things. And I think, yeah, that's... The reason we're emphasizing no, and the ability to say no, is because people do not feel they have that capacity.
1: Certainly, women in our culture, but, but, uh, you know, Mm. it's it's the double whammy, but the uh, the, uh, freelancers in general, we are so desperate. First, you're desperate for work, then you're like, I'm not allowed to say no to work because I remember the time when there was no work.
0: And there's also the the side effect that if I say no this time, maybe they won't come to me with the next job when I need it. Yeah. Um, And I do remember you getting a, like you had been, I'm not going to say you, you had been that person, but you'd kind of been that, that I need this piece of art right now for uh, someone in the, an art director in the past. And just a couple years ago, <laughs> they came to you and said, our artist has flaked out. I know this is very short notice. Do you think I can... You can. Oh, I will actually
1: tell this story. Yes. Uh, way back in the day, I was doing covers for a company who I think was doing library editions or something. Something like that. And uh, I w- I'm going to be quite... I was not a very good artist. Um, and this is not, you know, artists hate their work. This was, I was legitimately not a very good artist. I was, however, reliable. And I kept the art directors informed at every step of the way. And this Mm -hmm. is not really to do with time management. But the secret is art directors want art that they know what it's going to look like on time far more than they want a genius piece of work a month late. Because that keeps the printer waiting and Mm -hmm. that loses the money. So I was basically the give these projects to Ursula her... they won't be brilliant but they will all be done they will be on time and first of all they'll be a week early so we can ask for edits and she'll turn them around i was so goddamn reliable that once upon a time a art director of mine calls me up and says okay so the artist who had been working on this just admitted to me that he has not done any work on it at all the deadline is tomorrow I can give you 24 hours, can you turn around a book cover? And I said, of course I can. It's not going to be great, but I can do it. And he's like, okay, well, actually what I want is three characters in a windmill. And I'm like, you're doubling my fee if I'm putting three characters in there. <laughs> and he did. Uh, and I turned it around and... Honestly, had I left the characters out and done... Uh, I would do it so much better now and there would not be any of the characters. Probably not the windmill on there. But that's neither here nor there. That's a design issue. Yeah. Uh, and turned it in and he was like, you have no idea how much you've saved my ass. Time goes on, you know, and one day he... Emails me like nearly a decade later, and is like, so hey, I have to do a cover for this uh, this thing, and you have a week and or a month, and uh, also now I can pay you a thousand dollars for this right, cover, right. as opposed to I had been making like a hundred bucks a cover before, and um, I was like, okay, that's awesome, and I later finally met him in person at an event, and uh, he was like. <laughs> I want you to know that you have seriously helped me out professionally on a couple of occasions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it has been, re- I am really grateful for how much you have done for me. I am like, oh, awesome. There are much worse people to have in your corner.
0: And, so, and so that that leads into the the communicating frequently with your uh, art director, um, uh, putting their needs, which in this particular case aren't isn't high quality and like absolute perfection. But is the job done uh, in a uh, reasonable, sane... Well, not saint's not the right word, but uh, competent, a competent manner.
1: Um, I would, well, art direction is a weird field, but it was basically they want to know what they're getting if they so. I would always hand in a rough draft that I did not need, uh, but I would hand in all the sketches beforehand, and I would be like like two weeks, and I was like, "Can you sign off on this and I'll do the next thing?" And they would be like. Yeah, uh, move that one six inches to the left. I'll be like, okay, and then like, great, right? And then I would do like the color and the painting yeah. and whatnot. Uh, that was a stage that did nothing for me personally, mm-hmm. but it made them feel better because they knew the work was being done,
0: right? And so, communicating regularly, and you also communicate regularly with your editor now.
1: Uh, mostly yes. Yeah. Um, I weirdly I don't need to as much as I used to mm-hmm. because um. Despite my my utter failure of to do lists, I have a reputation at at least at this this publisher for being the incredibly reliable one. I am I am the workhorse. They know that if I say it will be done, but they they're like your deadline's October. I will ha- it will be done by October. Right. If it is not going to be done by October first, as I said. A month earlier, I will, or sometimes three months, I will Mm -hmm. have been like, "I'm going to need an extra two weeks," and I know that, so I'm telling you now. Right. Um, right. And the first time I had asked for that extra two weeks, oh god, you had a
0: panic, you were freaking out. I did have
1: a panic attack. Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, you know, oh god, I have failed the god. There is no god before the deadline, and I have failed it. (laughs) But uh, uh, and now it's, I have gotten better about that. For example, a book recently, I was like, "You are going to have to give me until Mm -hmm. August." Yes. And they're like, August is fine and I'm like that but that was a whole extra month. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah. So I should have known they were never gonna let me do Bluebeard as a children's book.
0: Well yeah, yeah that's 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 just the <laughs> that's quirkiness of, of Yeah, that's another podcast. <laughs> we can we can go into that one on one of our other podcasts. Yes, um, alright.
1: Do you have any other questions? I
0: actually don't. Do you have any questions for me?
1: Uh I'm trying to think if there's anything in particular, oh oh, oh, yes, there was something I was going to say during the the thing um, mm-hmm. about the Franklin Covey thing, yes, uh, you were like, you, you know you you have to do the day long seminar, and immediately i I had this strong vampire to a cross of, <laughs> yes. and it wasn't that I object to day long seminars mm-hmm. in principle if you tell me I have a day-long seminar in identifying local wildflowers, I will be in the front row going, all right, let's, let's, you know, tell me where to find this. Uh, It just seems like a cult, like a weird-ass organizational cult, and there's this whole, like, like... It, it, it bleeds into this self-helpy thing and all this verbiage that, that having spent a little time in corporate America, I now you know recoil from. Like, <laughs> if I have to action an item or be proactive, I'm I'll, I'll put my foot through somebody's ass. I, yeah. Um, and the a lot of the organizational things freak me out. I mean part of it is that that, that as I, I was saying while I was trying to get a cider that I look at this, this thing of to do lists and uh-huh. it's just all deadline. It's like it's like just a page that that is the deadline, you know, made flesh and now I shall have to burn it. But um <laughs> uh the the whole Franklin Covey thing—it's like you have to get this planner, and it will change your life. And I'm like, no, I—I I learned to avoid cults by avoiding any organization that told me this book, if I had a daily observance, would change my life.
0: That's yeah, no, and that's and there are elements I think across the whole industry that are kind of like that. You will you will buy this thing, and you will use it this specific way, and you will you know, and it will miraculously change your life. And I think.
1: And the thing is, if I had a thing, mm-hmm. if I knew a thing that would miraculously change people's lives if they did the thing, I'd give that thing away on the street. I'd be like, guys, look, this totally works. You can do it. Here, uh, d- no, you don't need my special hole-punched. That's just bullshit. You can buy it if you if you want to give me money, sure. But, but, dude, this will change your life. And then I would be like, here, if this will genuinely, truly make your life better, let me tell you how to do it, because everyone's life should be better. If I have to go pay thousands of dollars and get the little hole-punched thing, then it's a cult.
0: Which you'll notice is why I'm actually doing this without asking people for money, you know as, <laughs> yeah, well, as a, yes. yeah. Um, because you know that's that's I want to help people, and so yeah
1: yeah uh, that, that, that's, <sighs> that's that's my uh, a lot of these get mm-hmm. a little you know it's why I am skeptical of a lot of self-help books because I'm like, you know, if you can't just tell me the secret. If you knew the secret, why are you like making me buy a book on it? If I had a secret that could change your life, I'd put it up on the website and have a that spinning gift that screamed it at visitors. Don't
0: have a spinning gift that. No, no. <laughs> okay,
1: maybe not that.
0: Maybe but, not that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's been about uh, time.
1: Oh. Oh. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. So uh,
0: any parting thoughts? Uh. I, uh
1: no, it's fine. We're not going to end up in a cult, are we? I'm not going to be programmed. We're not. We're not going to end up in a,
0: in a cult or anything like that. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, well, thank you for coming on the. I don't you need to shake. We, your hand. We,
1: we sleep together. You don't have to shake my hand.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for, for being a guest. Um, <laughs> I will. I will. I. I don't think any other guest will have that particular argument. No, I think so. well better. Not. <laughs> Alright, so thank you for agreeing to be a guest. Thank you for the interview and um, uh, we will wrap up the show in just a minute. Um, Thanks everybody for listening. To this segment. To this segment. I hope you enjoyed that um, interview with Ursula. Um
1: I'm still here because you he can't get rid of me.
0: I can't. I'm trying. And maybe uh future <laughs> You're not trying. I'm not trying. No, I am not. <laughs> I enjoy having you around, but uh you know, you won't be here every time except for the uh wombat test subject yes. segments. Um so I, I got a um a a question in from uh, Kelly Rodin. Um to talk about um there is a uh, that one, uh, telling people, uh, that, uh, the one thing that never helps to tell people with depression is that, uh, you, you tell them exercise will help. Um, and it has some suggestions there's an article and I'll link it in the show notes. Um,
1: did we say exercise can help with depression?
0: No, we didn't. Uh, that's but that, a, yeah. that's that's a that's a common answer, though, to uh, my productivity is down, I'm depressed, what should I do? One of the most common answers to I, I think I have depression is we should exercise more. And we should
1: all exercise more, but that has nothing to do with whether or not we're depressed.
0: Right, right. <laughs> um, so, and and I'm, uh, when I, I have a chance to read the article in full, I, I'm going to bring some of the... Hopefully some of those ideas back... You
1: could totally do, like, a whole show on depression. And, and uh,
0: it's, uh... It, it, I, it'll be a common theme. Yeah, it'll I'm be sure. a common theme with uh, with several of the guests I've got lined up. Um, something else that uh, she's asking about, though, is, um... The, uh, uh... Also regarding the, once I do X, I'll reward myself by doing Y. I'm going to be 50 years old next year, and if I want to do something by gods, I'm going to do it. Um... Disclaimer, I understand the principle and totally use it on my kids, <laughs> but it just doesn't work with me. It's It too much stimulates the, what do you mean I can't do something yet? Screw you, I'm going to do it right now instead of that thing you want me to do reaction. This, uh,
1: actually, this is a thing we did not cover and we totally should have in, uh, in the interview.
0: Right. The way
1: I get things done is, and many authors... Constructive procrastination. (laughs) I know I should work on this book, but I have this amazing idea. So let me. Okay, I can't not work on that book, but. Or I can't not work, but if I write 5,000 words on this cool, amazing idea, I'm not working on the thing I don't want to work on. So you just construct sort of a sequence of things you want to work on the least. Or things you hate the least. Right. And then, so you work on the thing you hate the least, because then you don't... If you're mm-hmm. working on that, it's real work. You don't have to go work on the thing you really hate. And then the next one, which is, okay, I really don't want to draw hamsters today, but if I go clean the house... That's still working and productive, and haha! I didn't have to draw the hamster day, which means that basically just keep one task on hand that you hate more than life itself, and <laughs> uh, you can get anything done. I have written entire books because I didn't actually want to clean the toilet.
0: This is true. Um, it so, was
1: called Brian and Rose's Money if you read it.
0: <laughs> it's, and, but uh, I mean, and that that is one strategy. Um, another is find the reward. Uh, find a reward that is—I'm uh, not going to say hard to get, because with enough money and enough time, you can pretty much get anything. And
1: plus, if it costs that much money, you—most of us can't afford to. Even if you know, even if I clean the house from top to bottom and wrote three books, I'm still not going to buy a Rolls Royce.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. Like,
1: you can now buy a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Or <laughs> I could, you know, great, yeah. yeah. That's
0: that's. I can
1: buy an island, too, but it's not going to happen.
0: Because because you don't want an island. You don't want a Rolls Royce. You don't. You you can go yes, out. Yes, but
1: even if I did want an island, I'd be shit out of luck.
0: Yeah. Or if, you know, look, if you want an Xbox One, you're not going to say, if I do this thing, I'll get an Xbox One. You're going to go buy an Xbox well, One? Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm an
1: adult and I can afford my own damn toys. Right. Yeah. So
0: so the the reward, if you're going to do a reward system, You have to find a reward that matters to you, whether it's real or virtual. And some people are successful with the, all right, if I write so many words, I can play World of Warcraft. Or if I get these things done, then I've got the time set aside to play Overwatch. And we know how many writers are playing Overwatch right now.
1: I usually, uh, time rewards, I think, are Mm -hmm. more um, effective than than material rewards. Because, like, if I want an Xbox, I'll just go buy a damn Xbox. Right. But if I want to say write two thousand words and you can spend the night playing Dragon Age Inquisition without guilt, like that's that uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can't yeah. just do that. If I don't write the two thousand words, and then go play Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm like, oh god, I didn't get any writing, done. it's terrible. Yeah, and, and, and stop trying to yeah. you know some of dialogue options and,
0: and there, some of it is and some of it is finding the the where how your own psychology works. In your case as we discussed earlier, you're guilt and fear driven. Yes,
1: yeah, so if I can do something based on I can do this without guilt because I have achieved so much productivity.
0: Right. Um, the and other so, thing
1: is that maybe we should cover that in a later thing about Wombats. So.
0: We on. will, we will, yeah. Um, we can talk th- we we have lots of episodes and we have lots of yes. Wombat test subject uh, sessions yes. coming so up.
1: so carry, carry on, carry on. So, uh,
0: so that's the thing, is find the thing that uh, tweaks that that little serotonin pump or that reward center or whatever it is um I can go into all kinds of suggestions uh that are obscene are very personal pleasurey uh kind of thing
1: <laughs> Are you about to suggest to get get right two thousand words and you can watch porn
0: or hey, if that works for you or you know I know a lot of um work at home people I'm not saying. This is me It has happened once or twice Who are like I really need to be doing this other thing But I could be wanking right now Um, And so it's Get through X And then you can go rub one out It's uh, Don't look at me like that Ladies
1: and gentlemen I guarantee this is productivity advice You will not get
0: on any other podcast (laughs) Have you tried wanking? (laughs) Some people... You know, sometimes... I actually... You said we wouldn't
1: get into that.
0: I lied, okay? I didn't know it at the time when I was writing, saying the disclaimer. Um, side effect uh, is... we
1: are not suggesting, nice person, that you should do that.
0: No. that That may not be...
1: Your thing. Your you, thing. You you, you, you know? may be uh, mm-hmm. uh for all of our asexual <laughs> listeners who are staring grimly at the radio right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, have you considered Xbox? <laughs> but uh, yeah.
0: yes. But that but that's the whole idea, is yeah. is there there can be time based rewards. You know, if I've if I've done this thing, um now I can go sit in the park without guilt. Like if I go oh, sit...
1: I, I'm seeing a lot of, of uh, freedom from guilt.
0: Freedom from guilt. And that's, yeah. that's often, again, that's a big motivator. Um, f- if physical rewards don't work, mental rewards are perfectly acceptable. Uh, whether it's... And
1: physical rewards can include an Xbox. He's not still talking about wanking.
0: Right, exactly. I mean, you know, Xbox, or uh, in my case, you know, uh, honestly, these days, it's, uh, it's if I'm, you know, I can buy that new pen I want. I'm sort of lusting after one of those really expensive uh, fountain pens up at the the one. Thing. No, no,
1: you have to save your money for new planners. Man. <laughs> yeah,
0: I do. I do. Um, whew. Thinking of rewards. Um, uh, I, I hope that I hope that helps with your, your with your question. Um, and uh, you can you can email me in questions. I'm going to have a comment form uh, set up so that you can send in your questions.
1: It is perfectly okay to send in an answer that says that was not at all what I meant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. we will make Kevin take another stab mm-hmm. at it.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, thinking of rewards, one of the things that I have set up since the last podcast is um, the ability to for you to get open badges uh, from the Productivity Alchemy website. Um, so uh, I, I actually have it set up now so that you can enter a code... Um, after each episode, to, and get the badge that says "I listened." Uh, we're going to work on some other badges over time, um, but the code for this episode is P A E two B D G.
1: You have really got to set up words.
0: I probably will. Yeah. Um, over the long term, but um, yeah. Say it again. P A E two. B, D, G. And if you change the 2 to a 1, you can get the badge for last week's episode as well. Um, uh, we're working on a, um, I've, I've got a... Oh,
1: oh, wait, okay. Productivity Alchemy Initials. Yes. So it's P, A. Yep. E for Episode. E for Episode. Two. Yep. Badge is ba- B? DG. BDG. Okay, see now now it makes sense.
0: Right, I can get fancier, and you know maybe someday I'll be saying yes. And today's badge code is gray cat or yeah. stinky armadillo or uh, Kevin idiot. So
1: least <laughs> like, um, rub one out.
0: Uh, we'll talk about that. One. I mean, I don't think no, I don't think that's a good badge. Um, <laughs> I am working on a... Uh, we do have an I failed badge. I think we should celebrate our failures. Um, the that
1: is another thing. Since you didn't ask me about failure, I'm going to jump in here real quick. Okay, okay. One of the things that, that, that people, people have written said it is, it is very refreshing to have Kevin tell them it's okay to fail. Totally is. And this also has to do with the fact that, like for example, the writing the to-do list did not work for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was not the one who failed. The frickin' to-do list failed. (laughs) And... uh, Analogy's gonna sound weird. I used to watch a lot of What Not to Wear.
0: Oh, yeah. Were
1: you watching that with me? Yeah, yeah,
0: we'd sit around and watch a lot of it, yeah.
1: And one of the things that the one host, the dude, whose name I can't remember, uh, used to say... Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is, Or used to try to explain, he's like, If the clothes don't fit you, it is not because your body is wrong... It is because the clothes are wrong. Yeah. And this is the thing, uh, women particularly, because you know a lot of societal crap. We don't have, uh, you know, we don't have, have time for that. Into, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you go take clothes off the rack. If it looks terrible, you're like, I look terrible in clothes. And we like internalize that you just are failing. The clothes look bad instead of this designer has made clothes that look like shit on me. The designer failed there to make clothes that look good on you. Now they may look good on someone else, which you know, great,
0: eh. happy
1: for them. Apparently, according to the nice man on What Not to Wear, everything's tailored. If it looks good on a celebrity, it's because the celebrity took it to somebody who seamed it up and tailored it. And he's like, yes, yeah. you should get all your clothes tailored. No one has a body that clothes fit off the rack. And as soon as he said that, I was like, I have been freed completely. He's like, yeah, designers are not gods. They have screwed up. If they made a shirt that looks terrible on you, they've made a terrible shirt. You are, you do not have a terrible torso, their shirt sucks. Right. And the it... planners are equally individualized. If oh, you yeah. failed, it is not that you have failed, it is the planner has failed. You now know this planner does not work for you. Celebrate!
0: Absolutely. And um, so, yeah, uh, we'll have uh, a code for the I failed badge. Um, guests, guests, get badges. Actually, it's not a
1: fail badge. Because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I say again, it's not I failed, it's. I found a failure. I celebrate my finding of that failure.
0: Yes. Um, no, I celebrate the, the fact. I celebrate the facts literally when I fail. Um, because I've that, learned that lessons. Works. But yeah. But still um,
1: I maintain finding a system that fails is like finding a typo in the universe. If I find a shirt that looks like crap, it's a typo in the cosmos that <laughs> I have located and I'm like, haha, I'm smarter than you. And I put it away. Fuck that shirt. There you go. They should have spelled the hems better.
0: And so, there you go. Don't forget to pick up your badges for the last two weeks.
1: Um, You will need to log on to the site, I believe?
0: You you will. um, I've actually... um, That's the
1: problem with the badges. Badges are awesome. People want badges. How do they display the badges so that other fellow people know they're awesome?
0: So, I'm using a system, a third-party system called Credly. uh, And there are links. uh, When you go to the website, there's a badges link on the menu up top, and it's got a sub-menu so that you can see your badges and the episode badge and things like that, um, and enter the codes and all that stuff. Um, But, uh, part of it is, uh, you do have to create an account on Credly. Um, They are an actual crediting organization that issues and will hold your badges. Um, You can export your badges uh, either from the site or from Credly to any Service that uses the open badges standard. So things like Mozilla Backpack uses it. Um, I've got um, uh, badger.io, B A D G R.io, one of my favorite sites. Uh, I can take them out of Credly, I can take them off the website, I can import them. And the nice thing, the neat thing about open badges is it tells you uh, what you earned them for. It isn't just like here's an image that's a badge. There's actual metadata that other people can look at and say, "Oh, you, you Listen listened to
1: episode two.
0: Yeah, you, you listened to episode two and maybe tried a calendar for a week. Um, you, um, you failed and tried again, or this, a system failed you and so you went on to the next thing." Um, we'll have actual, you know, as I build, uh, I'm going to have a guest badge for for uh, people who are guests on the show, and get interviewed, and that will be, um, you know, and they'll be able to say, I was, it'll say, you know, was a guest on, as part of the metadata, so that wherever you display it, if it supports the open badges standard, um, you can actually see it, and this is the same system... I want
1: badges for, like, everything. I've talked about this, but, like, I just want, like, life to just hand out badges, because that's awesome.
0: And I think there are a lot of things that could be applicable for. Um, I mean, the big push with the open badge standard right now is through, is, uh, open education. So, uh, the Smithsonian has an open badges program. They, that they will issue, uh, the same types of badges I'm issuing, um, with data about things you did at the Smithsonian. Um... The Fedora project uses it for contributors to the Fedora project, you know, a badge that says you're a contributor and a badge that says you signed this agreement, a badge that says you found, I don't know if there are badges that say you found 50, reported 50 valid bugs. There totally should be. You want to talk about a QA, you know, how to get the community QAing, issue badges for achieving valid bugs. Um
1: self pub authors take note. I was trying to figure out how to reward people for being the first one to spot a typo because if you make it a I have found a typo, it is not, oh God, the world endeth, I am a terrible author. It is the I have accepted there will be a typo somewhere in this book. You have located it. Here is your badge. You are the first person to report it. Yep.
0: Yeah. And there are links to uh, on the on the badges page of productivityalchemy.com there are links to uh, openbadges.org who uh, the standards excuse me the standards maker for this uh, to Credly so you can set up your account and instructions on how to log on to uh productivityalchemy using your Credly ID. Is this free? Absolutely free. All right. Um, You right. Pay... They're also
1: not paying him to say this. They're
0: not paying point. me to say this. I, I, oh man, I went through a whole bunch of services this last week trying to find the one that would work, and this is the best uh, setup I've found for this. Um, and uh, one of the things I also like about Credly is not only are they free, not only... Are they open badges so that you can put them in other places that support open badges? Um, they're sort of got a built-in educational component. So as we go through things over time, I can start to build up towards achievements based on, you know, things tried, different You have things, tried
1: but... five systems and broken all of them. Go, you. You get the mega fail. <laughs> or oh,
0: something, yeah. yeah.
1: Dude, I'm excited. I'll make a mega fail. <laughs>
0: yes yeah. uh, and we're we're we are designing the badges together in in a lot of cases so um so there's that um so uh thank you for listening um i hope to see you again or hope you listen again next week um you can find me on twitter at k s o n n e y you can email me at kevin at sunny dot com um And And, thank
1: you to Kelly, by the way, for saying the what are your rewards and failure things because I told Kevin that has to be a question he asked the interview people because that's a great question.
0: So I'm putting it in my, I have a a notebook specifically set aside for the podcast with my list of, quote, standard interview questions. And so I'm about to, uh, I'm going to add that to the list as soon as we're done here. Yes. All right. So uh, thanks everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you next time.